welcome to the show. Listen with the ears, understand with your hearts. Namaste, bitches. So come with me on this journey. Just you and me living the dream. So close your eyes and set your soul free. Remember all you need is L-O-V-E. So say it with me. It's just me, myself, and I. Have some fun, let it run, have some fun. Let's learn to love ourselves and love each other and have fun while we're at it. 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 While we're at it. Yeah. Thanks for joining me, myself, and Irene. Let's start the show. Well, hello and welcome to me, myself, and Irene. Happy Halloween edition. Wishing you spooky vibes, positive vibes, and love and light, as always. <laughs> Shall we get this party started? I was working in the studio late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my boyfriend in bed began to rise and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the one-eyed monster mash. It was a bedroom clash. It was over in a flash. He did the one-eyed monster mash From my studio to the couch downstairs To the master bedroom where the 69 feet The boyfriend awoke from his humble abode To get a jolt from the way that I rode They did the one-eyed monster mash It was a bedroom smash It was hard in a flash they did the one-eyed monster mash. The genitals were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included me, myself, and Irene. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sound. Reen on change, backed by a giant mound. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group. The pet galicified. They did the one-eyed monster mash. It'll leave a carpet rash. But it'll make a big splash. They played the one-eyed monster mash. Out from her coffin, Reen's voice did ring. Seems she was troubled by just one thing. She opened the lid and shook her fist and said, Whatever happened to my tushy twist? It's now the one-eyed monster mash. It was a kitchen table smash. After you'll take out the trash. 
It's now the one-eyed monster mash. Now everything school boyfriend doesn't need a hand. And my one-eyed monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the lonely this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them you're here for the orgy too. Then you can do the one-eyed monster mash. And do my bedroom smash. You'll be done in a flash. Then you can do the one-eyed monster mash. Mash good, mash good. Easy, Irene, you impetuous young girl. Mash good, girl. Happy Halloween, everybody. Don't forget to do the one-eyed monster mash. You never know if it's a trick or a treat. Well, hello again there. Well, wasn't that a lovely little trick or treat? <laughs> I hope you like my costume. It turns out I'm a hundred percent that spider witch bitch that is like spitting all over the place because of these bloody teeth. Do you know how hard it is to eat Cheetos with these things? Because you know. I hope you can't notice, but I did have a little snack right before. I couldn't find a human, you know, so I ate some Cheetos, you know, and um, I think it kind of stained my teeth, yeah? And um, I kind of wiped my hands here on my hat. Uh, it used to be all black, actually, and um, I've, I've turned it orange there, but, you know, at least it was quite delicious. And, and you know, it made a little, like, design here. Well, anyway, I cannot barely understand myself with these things, so enjoy the scenery for a moment. I want to take these things out. So, you know, enjoy the little, like, Walking Dead kind of little thing here. Although it has nothing to do with Walking Dead. Do you know what I mean? Got to cover my ass there. I'm not in no way, shape or form related to it or taking credit for that. Uh, but this, the, the dollar store there, so it's nothing to do with that. That, but it's not that right. You gotta cover your ass these days. Do you know what I mean? You gotta like protect yourself, and you gotta be careful what you say. But yet, we live in an era where like people barely cover their ass on Instagram and all that. So it's like cover your ass metaphorically, but like literally, you could show it as much as you want. Do you know what I mean? It's quite ironic. Don't you think? Shout out to Lannis, shout out to Lannis, shout out to Lannis, yeah. Who doesn't love a Lannis Morissette? Shit. I don't know. I know. You've been waiting your whole life for something like that. And then, boom, hit you. Right on the face. Finally. So, Mom. Uh, Mom. I wanted to tell you something, Mum. Uh, I got this hat specifically with you in mind here, because, you know, I thought, like, in case you never see me in another veil, again, you might, like, get, like, an idea of what it would have looked like, you know, if it wasn't all, like, black and spidery here, if it was... Do you know what I mean? So, you know, take a good look here, and we'll just go, like... Here I am! I don't know. I mean, yeah, that kind of feels good. It's like, get that hair out of your face. But at the same time, 
this is kind of awesome. Like, I'm wearing something that you can still see me through. Um, but I have some protection from the world. I mean, could this, could this be COVID protected? If we could just wear hats like this, where, you know, like, can we just get like the beekeeper hats, I guess, from now on? I think I'd be happier with that than the mask. The mask is just creating like mask knee and I'm just tired of hearing the muffling sound of my own voice. I mean, if you can imagine this voice just muffled, it's just, it's so low and rumbly. You know, I'm afraid I'm going to cause a freaking earthquake with my voice under the mask. You know what I mean? So that'd be cool if we could have, uh, if we could have these things here. So happy Halloween, everybody! Did you enjoy the one-eyed monster mash? It did a mash. They did the one-eyed monster mash. The monster mash. It was a bedroom smash. <laughs> I thought it would be fun to do a little parody of one of my favorite Halloween songs. I remember listening to that Halloween song at like a cousin's birthday party and there was like dirt in the worms or worms in the dirt or whatever that's that that uh that uh dessert is called that special snack that's just gummy worms you know drenched in crumbled up oreos and chocolate pudding and all kinds of deliciousness I mean is that not the best coolest dessert when you're a kid or adult or senile. Who cares? It's fun for everybody. All right? Even the zombies like it. Because, you know, they used to worms and dirt. So they like it too. Yeah. So is everybody still doing their Halloween tradition or rituals? Even though we have the pandemic. Oh, I thought I'd be cooler than that. But I guess I wasn't. I hope you still are, you know? I don't really know. I know it varies from town to town and from wherever you're living at these days and wherever you're calling home. Um, I hope you're still enjoying something, you know? I know I felt um, a little, like, deflated putting this stuff up because I really wasn't, like, in the... like When I'm saying putting myself up, I don't mean, you know, putting myself up, getting makeup on and getting up. I mean, that's... Sometimes it's really hard to do, but I did feel a little deflated, like decorating for Halloween and like picking out a costume. And I kind of just felt like detached from it a little bit. And, you know, as I started doing it, I kind of like regretted that I didn't enjoy try to enjoy it sooner or try to get into the spirit sooner because it ended up being really fun and exciting and inspired me to write a parody song and which was a lot of fun to do. And, uh, you know. I'm also super scared right now. I mean, I'm not kidding with you when I say that it's terrifying to have this behind me. And not only that, to do the spider thing was just really me trying to do some like Halloween basic fear factor shit, you know? Trying to face my fears and enjoy Halloween at the same time. <laughs> Uh, there they are. They've just arranged themselves there. I am afraid at any moment that they will 
come alive and 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 attack me or just spread out and then I'll never know where they are. I'm actually getting I'm actually getting the chills from fake spiders. This is how ridiculous and wild my imagination is. So that's what I'll be doing. I'll be dealing with that for the weekend. But I hope you get out there. I hope you trick or treat it if you got kids there. I hope you're doing the trunk or treat. I remember the trunk or treats. Those were great, you know? It was cool. I give a lot of credit to people that stand out there, decorate their trunks all nice, and get the good candy. Yeah, shout out to all those people out there getting the good candy. Now, I know if you can't get the big candy bars this year, I know COVID, pockets tight, I get it, you know? But at least get the good stuff. I mean, I don't want Smarties, okay? There's some people on this planet that eat those and, like, sad for them. Sorry for them, you know? But I want, like, Twix, Kit Kats, Snickers even. Even though I don't really go for the Snickers because, I don't know, like, I do like one every now and then, but it's definitely not my go-to, you know? I mean, you can't go wrong with, like, a Reese's or... Honestly, there's one candy I really like to eat, and it's only during Halloween time, and that's the Three Musketeers. I don't know what it is, but that little Three Musketeers, like, little trial-size bar is, like, just enough of that bar. Like, if I had to eat the entire thing, I'd be like, mm. I mean, I could eat a king-size Kit Kat. Do not get me wrong here. What I'm saying is I just didn't, wouldn't want the whole Three Musketeers, you know what I'm saying? I like one-third of the Musketeers. You know, I'm not a greedy lady. I don't want all three musketeers, you know. Just give me one. One and done. And I'm fine. I'm fine and feeling fine. And drinking one. And I'll tell you one more time. You probably are thinking by now, when is this girl going to get professional help? Well, if this isn't a cry for help, I don't know. What the hell? So hopefully it's going to be calling any moment. Ring, ring, ring. Hello? Hi, help. I've been calling you. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it definitely try to keep your, your traditions alive. Whatever it is that you do. Carve pumpkins. Uh, fuck a pumpkin. I mean, if you're going to do that, please make the hole at least in the appropriate place. You know? You don't want to be doing it on its, in its eyeball or anything, you know, make an appropriate hole, all right, if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna do it, do it right, that's what my mom always said, if you're gonna do something, you might as well do it right, you know, and amen, that lady is right, I'm trying to get her on here soon, you know, definitely the world needs to know her, so she could tell you some more of her wonderful philosophies on life, they're just fantastic, I mean, rituals on Halloween have been dated back to about, like, 2,000 years ago. Like, Halloween has been around, has been around the block. Yamet. And of the rituals that I read, I mean, I did read about how trick-or-treating starting is, like, ghouling. And young children would go around and to house to house or home to home or barn to barn or hut to hut 
or whatever it was then. Castle to castle. <laughs> uh, stone to stone, no stone undead. And they would ask for food or water. Uh, food or water. Food or money. Food, water, or money. Uh, in exchange for a song, a dance, or a trick. Now, I don't know about you, but, like, I feel like I was born in the wrong time. I mean, really. Going around from house to house just to do a little dance, sing a little song, and I'll get some food or money? I mean, what the hell? That's what I'm doing right now. I did a song for you. I did a dance for you. I'll do a trick for you. Where am I? Here I am. I just did a trick for you. Now bake me a cake and give it to me. And let me eat it. Come on. Give me some chicken cutlets. I'll, I'll even take a salad. I love salad too. It doesn't have to be unhealthy. I'll take, you know, a nice Bosque pear salad. Go ahead. Do it. Pay me in a salad. I would love that. But, uh, I mean, I, I say that I would was born during that time, during the wrong time. But honestly, when I kept reading and read that there was rituals where women would try to get husbands on Halloween. And they would do it in, like, really interesting and um, in innovative, imaginative ways. Uh, one of the ways they did it was apple peels they would peel apples okay and then toss them over their shoulders not the apples the peels shit if it was the apples it'd be like, so they would toss the peels over their shoulders and if the peels landed in a certain formation to form initials it could possibly be the initials of their future husband Are you kidding me? What if they all landed in like one spot? Seriously. In one big heaping pile of apple peels. And it was just a big O. A big O? Oh my gosh, I'm marrying osmosis. This is great. No, you idiot. You're marrying Oscar from next door. Oh, no, not Oscar, the special boy. <laughs> oh, man. They would be, they had bobbing for apple competitions that uh, bachelorettes looking to get married would all get together, hover around a big barrel of water. Hopefully it was a nice temperature and it wasn't too cold or too hot, you know? And they put a bunch of Granny Smith's apples in there and shook off the apple tree right there on their property there and just let it all fall in there. And they said, all right, ladies, first one, get the apple, gets the husband, let's do it. It used to be an apple a day, keeps the doctor away. Now is you get this apple today, you getting some D tonight. You know what I'm saying? 
Because it's like, okay, I'm ready for this. Mm -hmm. But my chomp is in for this now. You're telling there has to have been some deaths related to that. Like, without a doubt. <laughs> like, there had to have been, you know, one girl that hated another girl there. Go figure. And they're all fighting for the one apple. And she's like, mm-mm. You ain't getting Cassius. Mm -mm, I'm getting him. Mm -mm. Very, very suspiciously, Victoria doesn't make it to the end of the competition. She accidentally drowned trying to get the apple. Well, eh. It was an interesting time, though. Did You know what they also did? They would hold a candle in the dark. Talking about this just makes me feel like I'm, like, summoning them. And, like, I, I hope this is how superstitious I am <laughs> to any ghost or any spirits out there that were there and did these things during the time. Uh, not trying to judge you, okay? Just covering my ass there a little bit. Just a little spooked out. So not summoning you, just talking. It's the Halloween, I'm telling you, man. I told you I was going to be really paranoid with all this shit around me. <laughs> that is not an act. That is for real. <laughs> so, they would hold the candle to the mirror and try to see their husband's reflection. And, again, really? I mean, if I'm staring at myself for too long in the mirror, I'm going to start evaluating what I got going on, you know? I got this black head over here that I've been trying to get to. I'm probably going to try to work on that for a little bit. You know, I'll notice that I have a few eyebrow hairs over here that I didn't get to and pluck them out. You know, I'm realizing these wrinkles are starting here and here and my skin isn't as, as you know, taut as it once was. And, uh, you know, so I'm going to start judging myself if I stare at the mirror too long. So fuck waiting to see what my husband looks like. I'm going to start being like, damn, I ain't going to get a motherfucking husband soon if I start looking at myself anymore. Like, damn, I'm going to age a move. All these things, though, it starts to, it's, it really raises the question in your head, like, how hard was it to find a husband in those days? I mean, if you had to do some wacky shit to to summon this husband to come for you, I mean, geez, times were tough. So maybe I did speak too soon about being born in the wrong era. I'm okay with this era, actually. Lesson learned, ghost of past. Oh, geez. I, I really am, though, like a scaredy cat. Seriously. Even just thinking about that staring in the mirror thing, like imagining someone doing that frightens me. It just seems frightening. I'm getting hot and sweaty. I've always been that way, though. I've always kind of been like a scaredy cat. I think my mom would probably take some credit for that. But I don't want to put that all on her. You know, I've really never kind of let myself out of that comfort zone because... Being scared to me, like, I'm scared enough, like, of my own thoughts and, like, everything I'm dealing with 
<laughs> so to deal with outside scary influences is like, mm, what I got going on, way scarier, way harder to deal with. I'm dealing with that, not that. And that's my defense mechanism. That's what I'm. That's my excuse that I'm gonna give you. But really, it just comes down to that. Like I really am a bitch ass. I'm scared as hell. I like I've been to Six Flags a handful of times, and I've been on two rides since I've been there. And the the first ride was like just one of those. Which one was that? It was like one of those balloon ones that goes up and it takes you just up. And it was slow and painful for me because I actually wish that it would have just, this balloon would have just picked us up and shook like like and put us down and it would have been over. I mean, this thing was like taking its time going up and then you would flow down. I mean, you would get a little momentum, but like that feeling in your stomach that you get that people that are roller coaster freaks love that feeling of that like <gasps> dropping feeling of all of your bodily intestines just like attaching to one another and going into like Code 11, man, code 11, we're about to be crunched to death. And then you just, you're just like an accordion in there. That feeling is just horrible. I don't know how people go on roller coaster. I don't know how people do it. I give them the utmost respect because when I'm there and I hear those screams, I'm just thinking, I'm so glad that isn't me. I'm so glad. <laughs> I was, when I, the last time I went to Six Flags, uh... You know, I was doing my due diligence by just holding everybody's stuff. I always say, if you want to, I'm, I'm never a person that's not going to go with the flow and go with you. I'll go with you. But I'll hold the bags. I'll hold the jackets if it's that time of year where we need to have jackets and stuff like that. I'll, I got it. You know, I'm going to sit right here on this bench on the ground that's secured to the, the cement. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to hold the stuff. I'll watch you. I'll take your photograph, scroll through Instagram a little bit, maybe have a sip of my drink or a little lovely snack, maybe a pretzel or something, and I'm having a grand old time. I love, I can, I can enjoy, you know, watching other people have a good time. You know, it's interesting that I'm not really like a voyeur or whatever that, what is that called? <laughs> the cuckold? <laughs> Who's clicked on that tab? Um, I'm surprised I'm not into that because I do love watching other people have a good time, you know, most of the time. So especially there at the, uh, at the amusement park, I'm having a good time hanging out and, uh, I was actually taken on the great Houdini ride. Now, I don't know if you are familiar, familiar, I don't know if you are familiar with... The uh, roller coaster or ride or special attraction, if you will, at the lovely Great Adventure. It's called the Great Houdini or some shit like that. And I was convinced to go on this ride because I was told it was a very simple ride. It wasn't something that left the ground. It was more like a special attraction, you know, something fun to just enjoy. More like a haunted house kind of thing. And I'm like, you know, 
don't really like that. Not really my kind of thing. But you know what? Trying to push myself out of my comfort zone here and there and trying to, you know, dribs and drabs of trying new things. So I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to do it. So I go on. And you walk in and it's the big, it's just like a big haunted mansion and you walk into a big open room and there's screens and, you know, it's set up all spooky, you know, kind of like this, uh, you know, a little bit more in detail than this, but, you know, something like along these lines. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, the lights dim and it's like, you know, the, that's thunder, by the way, in case you didn't know, it's, So it's thundering, it's lightning, it's, you know, the old man is snoring, it's the whole thing. So I'm like, okay, you know, this isn't bad. They even got a little wind in there, a little, my hair kind of blew around a little, and I was like, okay, like, this is all right, I could do this. I'm a little scared, you know, it's a little dark, and there's a lot of people around, and I'm just like, not really sure what's going to happen next, but I'm like, okay, I'm in control, this is fine, I'm going to be all right. And, you know, it tells the story about Houdini, you know, how his dad handcuffed him to a toilet bowl or something like that, and uh, he was able to escape from it and then made a career out of it. So, you know, take your childhood and make it into something positive. I think that was the uh, message there. And I said to myself, all right, great, I learned something. I got a little scared. I'm ready to get the F out of here, man. So, you know, I'm getting ready. I feel like it's ending, and it does. You know, all of a sudden, this door opens, and it just slides open, and I'm like, okay, this is the way out. And they said, okay, everybody this way, everybody this way. All right, if you have any loose garments, any bags, any... Any glasses, any flip-flops, anything that will fly off, I'll need you to go put it in the locker right now. You will lose it. You do not want anything loose on you. All bags, loose change. Uh, If your baby isn't secured to you, you should not be on this ride. You know, I'm like, damn, what the hell are we getting into right now? And I'm like, and that's the first thing that went through my mind. And the second thing that went through my mind was, I am not taking my pocketbook and putting it in a locker in the dark with strangers. That's how paranoid I am. So I took it. I took my, I had like one of those little like, you know, across the uh, thing, you know, I'm going to be, it's the, I'm going to be wearing a bag all day bag. So it's the lightest on your shoulder and it holds the least amount of stuff so you don't overpack it. So it's that. And I stick it behind my butt which kind of made me sit a little bit forward, but I was like, okay. And I'm like, all right, I shove it in there real good. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's going to be all right. And it's... So I, I brace myself and I, I look around a little bit and it's we're, we're like in like a church pew, it kind of looks like. It kind of looks like a wooden per- church pew and you got to sit down and, and all of a sudden I pushed, I stuck the thing behind, the bag behind me and this bar just comes, and just comes and locks us in there. And I'm like, oh my God. I mean, it was pressure. Like you feel, I mean, I got thick thighs. So like the pushback was definitely from the thighs as well. But like that shit was tight. That shit was like, yo, you ain't going nowhere. So I was like, oh no. And I just, I just looked at my boyfriend and said, you motherfucker. 
I'm gonna kill you. And I just grabbed his arm and just buried my face and just, it went black. And then the next thing I knew, we were going high and low and this thing was moving all over the place. Now in retrospect, it was only going up and down from what I was told. Okay, I don't really know what what happened in there and I really can't describe to you what was going on in there because I'm going to be honest, I did not open my eyes until the ride was over. <laughs> and the entire ride, I was screaming like, "Ah! We're going to die! This sucks! Nobody told me!" Nobody told me. Nobody told me. And as soon as the ride ended, I was like, <sighs> you know that catching your breath where you're just like, okay, okay, I'm okay, 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 we're okay. <sighs> panic, then panic kind of turns into happy and you're just like, Oh my God, that sigh of relief, you know, and I open my eyes and I look up at my boyfriend and I'm like, you're not my boyfriend. <laughs> and I had been grabbing on, screaming, crying, and I think I was punching and biting his arm at one point. Like, I, I can't even take, con I can't even... Can't even remember what I'm, I, anything was possible. You could have told me that I, I would have threw an arm across somebody. I, I wouldn't even know. That's how scared I was. It was unbelievable. And I, I wasn't even my boyfriend. I'm like, oh my God, this guy now on his white t-shirt has an, a perfect imprint of my side profile, you know, a nice black lash with some crying coming down and a nose and, and my lipstick print like right there. You know, he had to walk around the rest of the day looking like, you know, he was wearing an upset Bessie Johnson shirt. You know, that's <laughs> what it looked like. <laughs> but I'm really trying. I really am. I'm really trying to step out of that comfort zone and step out of that fear, face the fears a little bit. So by doing those little things... I mean, again, baby steps, tiptoe, going on a roller coaster is, uh, and I'll call it a roller coaster, okay, because it was, and I'm going to call it that. You don't want to call it that? Go ahead. I'm going to call it that because that's what it felt like to me. I also have been watching um, scary movies here and there, and very sporadically and obviously during the day. Who watches a scary movie at night, you know? I don't know. I really don't. I mean, I know a few people in my life that, like, are into that stuff. And God bless them, seriously. Because I, I don't know. I couldn't do it. I we If I watch a scary movie, like, you know, you want to throw a classic on, like Halloween or the Amityville Horror or Shazam, you know? If you want to throw any one of those on... After that, I'm going to have to watch something really positive and really happy. Like, you know, after I watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I have to watch an episode of, like, Saved by the Bell. And actually, Saved by the Bell is actually even too emotional. 
You know, like they deal with some pretty serious issues, so that could even rev up the anxiety. So it's like, no, you can't. You ever seen the I'm so excited episode of, of Say by the Bell? I'm so excited. I'm so scared. And it's like, how did Jesse know? I just watched a scary movie. And I was scared. So I don't watch that either. It's got to be like Teletubby, just dee dee dee, you know, just dancing figures of just happiness, you know? Sometimes I even watch um, YouTube. Uh, yeah, sometimes I watch the YouTube, but I watch, um, it's a live feed of, the earth so from space because like i'm super obsessed with space these days um and it's a live feed of our earth and uh that can be super relaxing to me uh until like the spiraling thoughts of course will come from that because i'll just start thinking like oh my god this world is so big and you just start feeling like so small in such a big place and pressure to get everything done and do things and see people and it's just like holy moly <laughs> so uh that's when you just gotta put on some meditation music and relax you know i turn it off boop that's the key and that's what i'm learning is that when you've had enough with something boop turn it off just off as soon as it's not enjoyable anymore off so, like, testing those boundaries is serious for me. And just watching scary things or indulging in a little bit of, you know, activities that are push my limits. You know, I am really trying to um, be a little bit more courageous in that way. But, you know what? I'll just keep it courageous for when... I'm speaking, you know, in the things I say. I'll just be courageous in that way because, you know, that's all we need in this life is another scaredy cat coming out here thinking she's got something to say. Me, 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 me. But, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, there's one movie I think we've all come to love and watch and it's become a cult classic, uh, and that's Hocus Pocus, right? So, and even Hocus Pocus in some parts can be slightly frightening to me. And I probably wouldn't put that on going to bed either. Just saying. But uh, I, I think that Hocus Pocus, like, even talking about it is kind of like, oh, man, because everybody talks about it. And it's kind of been like a played out thing. But, like, I remember that coming out. And, like, I grew up on that. So anybody that grew up on it and that loves it because they love it, like, you know, now I feel like there's just some people that just like it because it's, like, associated with Halloween. It's on Freeform. 31 days. Talk about playing something out. Like, geez. But I still love it. I still got love for the Sanderson sisters, you know? And obviously looking at them then versus to looking at them now, you know, it's interesting because you look at them different. Like at first, I think we talked about it on Gabba with Irene, you know, my girl Gab. And Gab said she said, she said, Gab said, she said, he said, she said that she would want to be Winnie, Winifred Sanderson, you know, the head of the group. And I was like, Sarah, you know? The sexy blonde, because why not? I envision myself like that, even if that's 
not even near what I look like. Um, but it was funny because I was looking at a picture of them and I was thinking like, you know, as you get older, it's so funny how perception changes because like, you know, you might want to pick Winnie, but she's, because she's the boss, right? You know, she's gets to tell everybody kind of what to do. She's the smartest. She's the most motivated. And she doesn't have a conscience. I mean, that sounds lovely. But she's got to stencil her blush on, you know, using the bottom side of a cup, which, uh, I don't know, really isn't a good look for her. So, I don't know. And plus she's got that buck teeth. You know, I don't really know if I want to be Winifred. 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 Nah. I mean, that there's Sarah, of course, who's gorgeous. She could sing, you know. She could summon all the children with her song. She was kind of, you know, a little airheadish, kind of. Well, very. But there was a very, you know, sexiness about her, you know. And I always kind of appreciated that about her, but... I don't know, at the same time, is it that much fun being that dumb, you know? So then you jump to, to Mary, and you're like, you know, she's large, but not in charge. And you're like, so she's well-fed, and she doesn't have to, like, rule the group. Okay. She knows how to ride a vacuum. I mean, the foot. And... She could smell the children, you know? I identify with her the most, I think, you know? Only I don't smell children, I smell chicken. You know what I mean? Oh, well. It has been an interesting uh, episode, to say the least. And what better place than me, myself, and Irene to talk about our fears and our tears. And also the spooky Halloween day. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Halloween, whatever it is that you do. Uh, keep your imagination wild. Don't let the world get you down. Still do what you got to do, but re be respectful of others and others, uh, you know, boundaries as well during this time. You know, let's try our best to do that. And as always, wishing you positive vibes and love and light as always. Please follow me on Instagram. It's Irene Pappas. Twitter, also now on YouTube. It's Irene Pappas. Please thank you. Subscribe, like, comment, throw your girl some 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 words. And you know, always looking for that feedback. Thank you again so much for listening and for joining me myself. <laughs> well, I got a little dry through there. <laughs> Jeez, this aging thing is really catching up on me fast. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, listen, in the words of Dr. Peter Vankman, we came, we saw, and we kicked some ass. Me, myself, and Irene, back next week, everybody. Happy
I was working in the studio late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my boyfriend in bed began to rise and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the one-eyed monster mash. It was a bedroom clash. It was over in a flash. He did the one-eyed monster mash from my studio to the couch downstairs to the master bedroom where the 69 feet the boyfriend awoke from his humble abode to get a jolt from the way that I rode. They did the one-eyed monster mash. It was a bedroom smash. It was hard in a flash. They did the one-eyed monster mash. The genitals were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included me, myself, and Irene. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sound. Reen on change, backed by a giant mound. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group. The pet galicified. They did the one-eyed monster mash. It'll leave a carpet rash, but it'll make a big splash. They played the one-eyed monster mash. Out from her coffin, Reen's voice did ring. Seems she was troubled by just one thing. She opened the lid and shook her fist and said, Whatever happened to my tushy twist? It's now the one-eyed monster mash. It was a kitchen table smash. After you'll take out the trash. It's now the one-eyed monster mash. Now everything's cool, boyfriend doesn't need a hand. And my one-eyed monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the lonely, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them you're here for the OG too. Then you can do the one-eyed monster mash. And do my bedroom smash. You'll be done in a flash. Then you can do the one-eyed monster mash. Mash good, mash good. Easy, Irene, you impetuous young girl. Mash good, girl. Happy Halloween, everybody. Don't forget to do the one-eyed monster mash. You never know if it's a trick or a treat.